Hello and welcome to Talking HE. My name is Anthony Vassant. In this episode, we speak to Dr. Jenny Lawrence, Director of the Oxford Centre for Academic Enhancement and Development. We'll be discussing what are learning relationships and why they're important, what we can do as educators to better foster learning relationships, and some of the challenges faced when forming learning relationships. We hope you enjoy this episode. I'm Jenny Lawrence. I'm currently the director of the Oxford Centre for Academic Enhancement and Development at Oxford Brookes University. So I've been working in HE since oh, 1997 and I've been working specifically in educational development since 2011. Thank you, Jenny, for joining us on Talking HE. So what and why are learning relationships in higher education important? Ah, well, thinking of what, what learning relationships are, those are, I would define a learning relationship as being the um, specific relationship that an educator or somebody who supports education has with a student. And that's and in the context that we're talking about today, which is in higher education, that would be a student enrolled on a course or programme of study in an institution. And with regards to why they're important, well, I think since the philosophy of education has talked about the importance of um, learning relationships always, but it's becoming increasingly important as we, well, certainly it became incredibly important as we progressed through the pandemic, but even before then, as we were facing some of the challenges that we, uh, endemic across HE, if not society, the learning relationships are becoming more and more important. This notion of um connecting to the people that you are studying with and learning from and that sense of learning from is really important because um the learning relationship is a dynamic it's a two-way thing our students learn from their teachers their educators and our staff our teachers our educators they learn from their students and that reciprocity reciprocity is really it's really important that sense of mutuality I think is really important students themselves articulate and identify how important their sense of connectedness their sense of rapport with their teacher is to their experience of um, their positive experience of teaching and learning how it motivates them to lean into study how it inspires them um, to learn and also how it builds that sense of belonging, which is really important. It's really, really important for students that are historically excluded from HE. Yeah, I think it, it's important for all students, but particularly those I think that are historically excluded and first in family to go to university. That sense of a student feeling seen by the, by the person who's hosting the room, by the faci person facilitating the room is really important. So what can educators do to foster better learning relationships? 
Well, it's a really, I mean, it's such a massive question. There's so much that can be done and there's so much that it makes it difficult to do, <laughs> really, especially um, if we're uh, teaching in a hybrid model or in a, a remote, remote online approach. The students that I've worked with in the past have told me that they would like to fit, they like to feel seen by their um, by their teacher and by seeing they mean they want to be recognized as being so much more than just the student in the room so they like to be acknowledged as having a, the, a rich and diverse life outside of the classroom how an educator might do that is is going to vary depending on the context isn't it other students have, have said that really small Really small social graces make them feel like they're building rapport and a relationship with a with their educator. An educator asking not just how their studies are going, but how their home life is, if they found a job, if they've joined any of the societies, if they've if they've moved cities or if they're studying in their local context. But again, it, it context is it um context is everything. If this if a tutor is teaching to a vast cohort it's really difficult to have that individualized um, engagement and even more importantly it needs to be authentic it needs to be real that connection really does need to be real and how do we do that it's a really difficult question how do we do that how do we create that learning relationship with with meaning and authenticity the students that i've spoken to have uh, and conducted research with and published with actually they suggest that for them the reciprocity is really important so it's not just that they want to be seen they want to see the tutor or the teacher so they would like to understand what the teacher's working context is they would like to understand what else the teacher is doing other than just teaching so one of the students that i conducted research with was said she was really surprised to realize that this teacher had a massive um, research project on the go at the same time as teaching and was she said it, she found it really useful to understand that this teacher might take um, a while to respond to emails or queries because they they're really busy with other things with on within without the realms of that particular um, module or program of study so that understanding between that kind of reciprocal exchange of the university experience is, is I think, a really useful way to create um, a positive learning relationships. And interestingly, I have conducted research. I've looked into um, the staff experience of studying on a, a scholarship of a scholarship of teaching and learning based um, program of study an MA, and a lot of the staff, when I ask the staff what, uh, what do you enjoy about the your role and your job uh, and your studies, a lot of the staff came back and said it was their relationship with the students. And equally, conducting research with programme directors, what do they enjoy and find valuable or, or rewarding in their job, they also say it's their learning relationship with their, with their students. So. So those learning relationships are important to staff and students. It's not, it's not just, it, it benefits both, benefits everybody. 
Yeah, really, that's really interesting, actually. Uh, PG Cert course leaders, lecturers, you know, they say that as well, that this, this staff who are on these programmes, whether it's PG Certs or Masters, they enjoy the um, the company of other lecturers because that's the only time maybe that they get to to have that kind of relationship with another colleague. You touched upon some of the, the challenges that um, that you have when you're when you're trying to build learning relationships. Can you say a bit more about that? Yeah, yeah. Th- well, this is why um, challenges is integral to why I talk specifically about learning relationships, not just relationships. So I think we all know or we all understand what we mean by um, unconscious bias. So this is uh, a prejudice that's so deep rooted that we might not recognise that it's at play uh, when we are interacting with another and we may all be familiar also with how um, how that can play out in teaching evaluations and that um, uh, is, I think it's quite well documented now that um, women, for example, are more likely to be quite harshly ju- judged in teaching evaluations yes. um, by their students, especially if a female teacher doesn't offer pastoral support or, or has a certain manner, the students judge them much more harshly than they than they will men. Well, that the, a male tutor, well, that kind of unconscious bias can interrupt a learning relationship. And there's also the issue, there's also the issue that some staff may not want to share their personal life or their or with with their students they may want to just come into the classroom and and keep things within the domain of higher education and their professional role and that is perfectly okay isn't it that's isn't it? that's perfectly um acceptable yeah, it's, it's a choice yeah. yeah it's a choice and it should be a choice which is why we talk about it being a learning relationship it's about how we foster a connection through um, the hopeful endeavour of higher education. And it's how we foster a connection through a mutual um, interest and investment and and passion for the discipline or the subject that we're studying. So I think it's really important that we are talking specifically about learning relationships. And, And it is through that focusing on it being a learning relationship, focusing on the discipline and the subject and the endeavour that helps us navigate that that sense of um, uh, professional professional boundaries, I guess. I think that's I think that's really important and really useful. There are institutional. I guess there are institutional um, or structural challenges to building learning relationships. How would you build? I've I've never taught on a program that's had hundreds and hundreds of of students. I've got a philosophy background. I'm blessed to have always, only taught quite small cohorts, really, classes of maybe fifty at the at the maximum. Um, how to build that kind of uh, a learning relationship with a cohort of three hundred? It, it is it is incredibly difficult, and so that. Um, uh, approaches that I think that have been are documented as being effective has practices like um, pulling students into small groups, visiting the small groups, 
use it making sure that they map into class time time for social chat and connection so students can build relationships with each other and the and the tutor can acknowledge the context that they're working in and the size of the group and what they're trying to do and and also um always working with respect for the student do you think it's easier or more difficult to engage students in learning relationships online as opposed to face-to-face? -face? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, that's something that we're, uh, we're looking at now, actually. is Well, actually, we're looking at engagement, um, how to create engagement through hybrid um, teaching and learning. I think it certainly does. Uh, it can make a difference. You have to make a much more concerted effort if you're working in um, an online or remote uh, delivery mode. Yeah, it's interesting. It, I guess it will depend on the student's experience, isn't it? And, and asking the students what they prefer. So if, if students have only stood, and a lot of our students now have only studied online, they may be more comfortable in communicating and connecting using um, various online tools. So I know some staff will use, and, and we must at this point recommend that staff only use the formats and platforms and applications that are sponsored by their institution, but some staff will quite comfortably use the chat function on their VLE to connect with their students, discuss world events as well as what's going on in their studies, um, acknowledge the time of year, you know, when there's a five-week world ball and, and so on and so forth. In many ways, that might be easier for some for some staff and some students to to manage. Any final thoughts about learning relationships? There is there a source of great joy and joy and pleasure. It is through a learning relationship that you can really um, exercise your thinking and explore your thinking about the subject or the discipline. Feeling connected, feeling safe, feeling respected, feeling. Um, seen by the your 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 peers and, and by your in the classroom will foster deep learning i think it's i think bell hooks talks about that much more eloquently than i can and viskoski it's really important that the space has all of those those positive attitudes that it it, it, it is a safe space it is respectful it's carefully facilitated everyone has opportunity to speak an example of mutual respect is is set by the by the teacher real magic can happen in the classroom if you host it in that way real magic can happen and that's what we want that's that's why we're in he isn't it we hmm. yes endeavor. yes thank you to dr jenny lawrence for her time coming up next time on talking he we speak to sarah hallam senior fellowship lead for Digital at the Faculty of Education at Edgehill University in Lancashire. A preview coming up. My name is Sarah Hallam and I'm the Senior Fellowship Lead with a Responsibility for Digital at Edgehill University in Ormskirk. And I also have a problem with the term enhanced technology, enhanced learning. Um, it's too young for us to know that. You know, I think it can enable, I think it can augment, but I think going in with the with the absolute idea that technology will change something for the better is is incorrect. So it's it's more about hearts and minds sometimes as barriers and challenges 
than it is about, you know, feeds and speeds and, and wires and kit. All that and more in the next episode of Talking HE. If you've got a comment or a question, then please tweet us at TalkingHEPod or email santanu at santanuvasant.com. Thanks for listening. I've been Santanu Vasant, and this has been Talking HE.